Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, amigas, welcome back to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. This is actually a bonus episode. Hey, girl, happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you have been enjoying your day. I hope that you've been blessed. You know, February is the month of love. We are talking about healing. We're going on this healing journey because I love you guys and we need to go to those hard places so that we can begin healing and becoming everything that we were created to be. So this episode is actually a cafecito convo that I had with a couple of amazing ladies on the Fearless Mujeres Facebook group. If you have not joined, it is a private Facebook group, community and sisterhood where you are going to be empowered, where you will be inspired and where we are just getting a little bit more personal, connecting deeper beyond the podcast. And so if you have not joined Come check it out. You will find the link to that group in the show notes. And I promise you, you're going to love it. Also, don't forget that February is a month that I am doing the giveaway for a Starbucks e-gift card for 20 bucks. You get free coffee on me. All you have to do is leave me a review this month on Apple and I'll share it and I'll look at that. I'll enter you into the drawing. So, On this episode, you're going to hear a conversation between two amazing ladies and I, Alexis and Rosalie. Uh, We talk all about how to love yourself during times of pain, how to cope with pain in a positive way. And I just loved our conversation. These ladies are inspiring. If you remember, Alexis is the author of the What If Diet Plan. She was on the podcast before. So her and I have connected and become friends. And these ladies are awesome. I love when women just share their stories and uplift other women. I'm all about that. You guys know that. So you're going to listen to our conversation. And if you want to watch the whole conversation, you can do so at the Facebook group, Fearless Mujeres. All right, ladies. Well, God bless you. I hope that this episode empowers you and brings you some inspiration. Hola, mujer. Hey, girl. I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine. Sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Thank you for being here, for having, as I call the cafecito convo. Yes, I love uh, it. You know, yeah. I love coffee. 
But I did too. Awesome, right? Yeah. See, see. I don't know if you can see mine. Oh, went away. But um, you know, I feel like special conversations happen over coffee. So that's Mm -hmm. just me. But can you all introduce yourself just really quick? If you want to go first, Rosie. Um, hi, I am Rosalie Gonzalez. I live in Texas and I go Rosie for short. <laughs> welcome, awesome. welcome. Thank you so much for being here and just, you know, willing to share your heart. It really does mean a lot. And I think it's going to help a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Your Thank turn, you. Alexis. <laughs> hey, well, hi, my name is Alexis. And um, I, I, let's see, I, li- I also live in Texas <laughs> and found out that Rosalie and I live pretty, pretty close, <laughs> pretty not close. too far from each other. That's pretty cool. Um, so um, I'm a wife, mother, and recently self-published author. I also have a full-time job. I work at a, a, a university here in town and uh, I just love the Cafecito conversations—is that what you're calling it? I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've talked about it before. Uh, how important our stories are, and how sharing our stories with others can help to empower, you know, empower other women. So I just love it. I I, I had to be a part of it as soon as you <laughs> threw the invite out there. <laughs> so thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, thank you. Um, I got really excited. I'm like, yes, because like I mentioned for February, you know, we're talking about healing. And really quick, my name is Mikaela. I've introduced myself on the podcast, but for anyone who's new to the group, um, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I had kids really young. (laughs) But um, I'm grateful because I really believe that even even though I've gone through a lot of setbacks and trials, God really has had a plan for it all along. So that's why I'm so passionate about just helping other women heal and using their own stories of pain for good. Because we were just talking about that right before we started streaming that someone needs to hear a story. Someone can be healed through our story. And so the first thing that we're just going to touch on is how do you love yourself? It is the, the month of love, right? It's February and everyone thinks about Valentine's Day when February comes. So how do you love yourself as a woman? So, uh, Rosie, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, <laughs> well, I love myself as a woman because I have um, overcome a lot in my years of being alive. Um, I was married for um, five years, which seemed like a lifetime. Um, it started off good and then it became domestic. Um, and so for those five years, uh, I didn't love myself um, I because I was always ridiculed and belittled and told that I was awful, ugly, um, not a good person. Um, so I didn't love myself then. When I finally broke free, um, it took me about a year and a half, maybe two years to be able to look at myself in the mirror um, and see something other than ugly. Um, so as the years progressed, um, little by little, I started getting a mirror here and there. And that's why I love to take selfies (laughs) because I actually love me. I love how I look, how I feel, how I have prevailed and how my Lord Jesus Christ has put himself within me and bestowed on me so many blessings 
and has allowed me to see my beauty that I had within. And so that's why I love myself more than anything, because I don't, I'm a sing, I'm single. I don't have children. I was never blessed with children. But then again, I think he knew why I wasn't meant to have any um, because of everything that I have been through along the years. And so I'm single. I'm a widow. I consider myself a widow, even though we weren't married, but we were together for 10 years. So, um, yeah, so that's the reason why I think it's important to love yourself, whether you have a family and your children or whether you're alone and you don't. Um, you look at yourself in the mirror every morning when you wake up before you put on your makeup and you tell yourself, hey, you're beautiful. And don't let anybody ever tell you different. And if anybody ever makes a, a derogatory comment or and says, hey, you no, you're not. There's nothing pretty about you. Well, then you turn around and you tell them, you know what? Yeah, because I have my Lord Jesus Christ within me and he loves me. I'm his daughter. I'm his child. And he protects me. Amen. So that's why I, I love, love that. I love that. I, you know, often, oftentimes I think that when, when women think about um, Jesus, right, they, they sometimes think, oh, this is like a religion type thing. And this was not part of what we we're going to talk about, but I think that, that we need to. It's very empowering when you understand that, like, you are God's daughter and you have freedom and grace, especially when you've overcome trauma. I've I've also been in an abusive relationship, too, actually, in my life. And one of the things that I can say about that is that you feel like trash and you feel like garbage and the abuser makes you feel worthless. And it's almost like these type of mindsets get ingrained in, inside of you where it takes yeah. a lot of healing for you to finally realize what you said. You love yourself. You're beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important because if any women out, out there have been in an abusive relationship, you yeah. have learned to hate yourself because of your abuser. So Correct. we have to not allow that person to have that power over us any longer. So, and I love that you were talking about selfies because you know, people portray selfies as like, oh, that person's narcissistic, right? <laughs> but for you, it's such a positive thing. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I, I just think that's beautiful. So thank you. Thank you. Alexis, how do you show love to yourself? Um, oh, man, there's so much. I'm like, as she's, as, Ros as Rosalie's talking, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Little fireworks going off all over, all over the place. First, I, I, I do have to say, like, it, you're, you're so right, Rosalie. It's so important that we love ourselves because even, you know, in the end, it really is just us and God. You know, I, I have... I grew up with so much love around me and yet I never had love for myself as a child, as a, as an adult uh, or as a young adult in, in high school. And I had fabulous friends, great family. I mean, I, again, I had so much love all over the place, but nothing in me. And um, I also, I, I, my, I was in a, I guess I was in an abusive relationship with my father. I guess you could say that uh, I did have some childhood abuse growing up. And I'm to the point now, though, where, you know, I did go through a period where I, I didn't like myself. I thought I was not worthy of, of anything, anyone. But fortunately, I, I'm able to see now that God always has a plan. And that relationship taught me what I don't want. 
And so I always was very wary of the signs of an abusive relationship growing up and maybe a little too wary, (laughs) but at the same time, because of that, I was able to uh, find my husband, my now husband, who we met in college and just the sweetest man, always putting me first. But even so with such a great husband, I still have to love myself. You know, for several years we were together and I still didn't love myself. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, um, fortunately he's helped me through that. He's been with me through thick and thin. And, um, you know, I, I now I have three children and we all have a great relationship together, which I never thought I could have when I was little, you know, when I was younger, I always thought that I was always scared to have kids because I was afraid that I'd be the same way with them. Um, and then as far as, so, you know, just, again, I had to say, even, even when you have love all over your, all, all around you, you just, it's so important that you have that self-love. And then as far as showing love to myself, I, especially now in this point in my life, I think honestly, just taking time, taking the time to do something like this, to do my hair. I don't know if you see the purple. It looks good. <laughs> thank you. Like, and, like and, it. and thank you. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to always be a spa day, but you know, or anything like that, but just taking time for yourself. We, even if it's just a, a, a walk around the neighborhood or even just closing your door, I've, I've had to tell my kids, look guys, mama needs a moment, you know, right. just taking time for yourself and putting yourself first. I mean, it's, it's so important whether it's, yeah, I just, uh, you know, that I think that's, that's basically it. I just, I have to take time for myself. That's the most important thing. Um, I'm constantly doing for others, doing for my kids, doing for my husband. But when something is really important to me, and I know that I, I make it a point to talk to them and let them know this is really important to mama, or this is really important to me, if it's my husband, and I would really appreciate your support on it. And I mean, you know, nine times out of 10, they're fine. It's me who who thinks that I'm being selfish, but you know, so I, I think that's, that's what I do. I just take time for myself and um, in, in whatever way, shape or form it, it turns out, you know, awesome. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I love that because I think as mothers and I think all mothers or anyone who has to have had taken care of somebody Mm-hmm. You get so caught up in yes. taking care of others, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like you validate yourself because of who you're taking care of. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing, but I think making that time to really, especially right now with everything going on, right? Mm-hmm. Making that time to really say, okay, well, I'm going to go get my hair colored. Mm-hmm. Because when you color your hair or get your nails done or go buy a new sweater or whatever it is, you yes. feel really good inside. Right. And so I'm I'm glad that you touched on that because especially like, come on, as Latinas, we're Mm -hmm. taught that we gotta take care of everybody else. (laughs) Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. And actually I gotta say too, you just mentioned buy a new sweater. That's the other thing I learned. Buy clothes that fit. Buy clothes that because you really it just I I for years I would buy clothes that I will fit into one day that kind of thing and finally man it, it just, that's not loving yourself that is loving a version of you that doesn't exist and yeah. so buying clothes or jewelry or whatever that you like now not saving it for later because that's mm-hmm. that's another thing we tend to do oh well when I lose ten pounds I'll buy that I'll yeah, buy that piece of jewelry exactly. or that whatever I deserve it then no you deserve it now. <laughs> You deserve yeah, to you're right. right now. I, I, I went on a shopping spree and it felt fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, hadn't yeah. done that. I hadn't done that in a long time. And I used to go to the nail salon, 
but I do my own nails now. I, I look good. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And um, I love jewelry and I love shoes. And um, so I tell my, I have one good friend of mine and I always tell her, girl, I'm going shopping today. <laughs> I said, because that makes me feel good, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I used to have mom, you know, she would give me her opinion. So I tell her, hey, mom, can you see me? How does this look? <laughs> you, know, you know, the people in there probably think I'm crazy because I'm talking about myself. But I don't care. It's okay. <laughs> hey, that's, that's being awesome. fearless, not caring what anyone thinks. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. I yes. do not. <laughs> that's awesome. So our next question is kind of a hard one. But um, how have you shown yourself love during times of pain? Ooh, that's a yeah. Good one. So I can go first. Um, I really didn't think about it when I was writing down these questions that were in my heart. But I think in times of pain, I've really just, I've had to remind myself of the truths about who I am, right? Like mm-hmm. my faith, I'm God's daughter, I'm precious, I'm worthy, mm-hmm. God has my back. You know, obviously faith is very important, not just for me, but for many people. Um, And really, I think during times of pain, I, I would just try to find something that I could do for myself that like, even if it was watching like a funny movie, Mm -hmm. just, I guess to distract myself, but also to realize, you know, for a moment, step out of that box that I'm in, and and see like, okay, this is gonna pass, you know, Mm -hmm. so that's my, my what I've done. (laughs) Uh, do you want to go next Rosie sure um the way I dealt with pain when I was going through it I would meditate and I would I would just you know he worked graveyards so that gave Mm -hmm. me time to myself Mm -hmm. and during that time I would just everything was quiet turned on a few candles closed my eyes and told myself, like you, hey, I'm worthy. And I know he says I'm ugly, but I'm not. And I know this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. And one day, I'll have the strength to walk away and never look back. Mm -hmm. And those were my those were my rituals. Every time he was gone, I was alone peaceful, meditate, close my eyes, listen to some beautiful, soft music. And I would actually put myself somewhere where I knew that I was going to be safe. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it may sound selfish, but I was being noticed Mm -hmm. as a beautiful Mm -hmm. woman. Mm, So I would just take myself there, Mm -hmm. just so that I could have that that peace and that, hey, yeah, you're beautiful. Wow, I love what you're wearing. I was in a nightgown or a little t-shirt and shorts, but where I went during the time that I meditated, I felt beautiful and and it was nice that people were acknowledging me. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got through my pain for those five years. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's so, when you describe it that way, it's like your inner strength you know, that really got you through it because how many times have you been 
torn down with words and then you just repeat mm-hmm. them to yourself. Yes. But you did absolutely. the you did the complete opposite, you know? I did. That's so powerful. <laughs> that's, and that's hard to do I, when it, you it have it uh, yeah. wasn't easy. It was when you not. have somebody telling you something, I mean, yeah. especially in a an abuser, that's what they do. They they try mm-hmm. and mentally, you know, um manipulate you and tell you yeah. and make you believe things that are not true. So that is right. so difficult. I don't know how you found the strength to do that. But I love too that you you <laughs> one, you did find the strength and you also found, like you said, a safe space, a safe way to do it. And I mean, it, it's like that carried you through. It, it just, mm-hmm. you, you did just enough to keep you going and to keep you powerful right. and to keep you in the right mindset. That's so important. Wow. That's, wow. that's amazing. Um, my turn, right? How have you shown yourself pain or pain? Oh, erase that. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! Hey. No, I pinched myself. <laughs> I've I've shown myself pain when I've had to like wax my eyebrows. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, pain is beauty. No, I'm kidding. How oh, have you shown gosh. yourself love during time, like a time of pain? Oh or yes, times that's of right. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So actually, meditation was a big one for me. In I want to say 2017, 16, 17, I. I got really into, into meditation. And I mean, I was, I got to the point where I was meditating like two hours a day at some point. Um, and I really needed it at that time. I, I, and, and again, with all, with my great husband, great job, everything, but just the way I was thinking about myself, I was very down on myself. I felt like I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't enough. I wasn't a good enough mother. I wasn't a good enough employee. I wasn't a good wife. Uh, I wasn't healthy enough, just never enough. And the meditation really helped me one realize that, you know, we're we're children of God. And if if that, that's, that is enough right there. And if he loves me, then who am I to say that I'm not enough? That is ridiculous. So that's one, but two, to have that self-compassion for myself. And I never knew what self-compassion was. I always heard about it. It's one of those things, love yourself. It's like, okay, but man, I mean, it, it really makes a difference. You know, they, you hear like, love your, love yourself thin and and that kind of thing. Love yourself um, to your goals or whatever, but it really is true, man. When you have that mindset, when you realize how worthy you are and how much, how capable you are, I mean, you are so powerful. It's just, it's amazing. Cause it sounds, meditation sounds very easy, very woo woo, very like, you just, <laughs> you're just relaxing yeah. and not doing anything, but yeah. reality is your, your, your brain is changing and your it, thoughts are yeah. changing. Your beliefs are changing. So then that was yeah. the other thing I really worked on was changing my beliefs and challenging my beliefs. And that's where, uh, that's where the, well, the book that I wrote, the mm-hmm. what if diet plan, the what if that's where that came in. You know, I started asking myself, what if, what if I am more than this? What if I'm meant for bigger and greater things? And so really challenging my beliefs, challenging, I mean, everything, any, every little thing that I thought about myself, I would challenge it or that it's anything that I thought about myself that wasn't helpful, that wasn't useful. Why am I even thinking this? What is the point? Um even, you know, getting offended. If, if somebody, I used to get really defensive and when people would challenge me or tell me something or criticize me and even that, you know, what if they have a point? What if there's something you can do to improve on this? And I, I really did work on changing beliefs around certain areas. 
And maybe not all of them, some of them I choose to keep, but at the same time, just knowing that I can always do that. It's always an option. And it, and it started small, you know, it started small, but eventually it just got bigger and bigger. And I, my confidence grew, my love grew for myself. And I don't know, my life just changed in, incredibly. So that that's, those are the two things I do is yes, med, definitely meditation. So I was so happy when you mentioned it. <laughs> and, um, and then again, just kind of challenging, challenging those beliefs that we have about ourselves, about who we are and, and, and what we can do. So, yeah. I love yeah. that. I think that we oftentimes carry these mindsets mm-hmm. from childhood, yes. you know, even like our culture, because maybe we're taught like, well, you can't really be mm-hmm. outspoken like that, or yes. that's not for girls, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I really love how you said challenging the way that you're thinking. And mm-hmm. if I, if I could just say like, you know, meditation looks like all different kinds of ways, right? When so when true. you when you think about meditation, like especially like we were talking about God, the Bible says, you know, meditate on his word. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that meditation does in general is that it really is what you said, Alexis, it's renewing your mind. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're speaking things over you, like yes. God says I'm worthy. God says that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. it's very, very, very powerful. And I just love that you touched on that because it's almost like you're you're constantly going, you're on mm-hmm. autopilot. Yes. But when you are in a state of whether, however you're meditating, right? But mm-hmm. you're really focusing on, okay, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is these are where my gifts are. When you do it in that way, where you're repeating the things and speaking life into yourself. Mm-hmm. And this is really important for the women that were not affirmed as children, because that's mm-hmm. almost like, wait, that's like so foreign. When someone compliments you, you're like, wait, yes. what? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Really? No. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, how once you challenge yourself, to start looking at things differently, mm-hmm. it really opens doors for you to just yeah. like oh, yeah. switch, yes. switch mm-hmm. it, you know? And like Rosalie so, said, it's not always easy. It's not oh, easy, it's not. but once, but I think it's just about practicing it. And um, mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. That's all, that's all you can really do. Practice it as much as you can. And eventually you get to a different place and you, you know, you look back and you think, who was that? I can't even remember yes. those old ways of thinking about myself. It's just exactly. crazy. Yeah. So yeah. I love so that. So That's true. like a whole yeah. other topic. I know, right? Whole <laughs> 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 conversation on that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> so our last question was, we kind of touched on it, but okay. so here's the question. The question is, how can you cope with your pain in a positive way. And what I mean by that is actual things that you can do. Like you mentioned doing your hair, right? Uh, Rosie was talking about taking selfies, which I never looked at it I the way that. Rosie explained it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> I mean, it, it could even be like, for me, like if I'm feeling down, I go to Starbucks. Yeah. I spend a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, so just things like that that like are tangible that you could actually do 
but they're positive, right? And the reason I'm asking is because how many times have, let's, let's be honest, right? Mm -hmm. How many times have we ran to things like sex, alcohol, because Mm -hmm. we're trying to cope with our pain, like Mm -hmm. we're grownups, right? Let's be real. So in what ways, in what ways could we, when we try to cope, Mm -hmm. do that thing, but yet we still feel really good on the inside. We're not like, oh my God, why did I do that? Why did I call him? You know? (laughs) Right, right, right. Okay. You want to answer that, Rosie? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> no, I don't think I'll. I don't think I do anything naughty. But um, whenever, I, like when I when I was feeling the loss of my mom just recently, I did go shopping, and mm-hmm. I did it with um, love in my heart because that's what her and I did together, wow. and so I put my big lady panties on and I was like mom I'm going shopping and I I said I hope you I hope you're following me you know and um so I did I went to uh, I found a new store that I love so much Cato Fashion Mm. and and I and I just kind of looked through everything and I was like oh my god I like that and you can spend hours at that store (laughs) oh my goodness yeah and so um you know, and I was able to do this because she did leave me a little bit of dinerito. Dice, mira, mm-hmm. mijita, pa que te compres, right? So you can buy yourself something. Sweet. And um, that's how I was able to do that. And it helped with my, with mm, the pain that I felt, my grief. Um, I cried a little. I went to her favorite store, Hobby Lobby. Mm. I sat there in the ladies' room and I cried for a little while. Um, and then I came out, dried my eyes and I bought the things that she likes to buy. And that helped, that helped me cope, um, with what I was feeling inside my grief and the pain of having to let her go. But because I know that she's in a better place and she's whole again. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's how I deal with pain. I love that. And you said Hobby Lobby. That's my store. (laughs) (laughs) That was her store. Well, she made greeting cards. So that's why we would go. Oh, oh wow. How yeah. neat. That's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. Well, I, I'm kind of glad you touched on the crying part. I'm, I'm a big baby now. Like I'll cry for anything, but <laughs> I, I, for a long time, I was very like, get over it. You know, it, it's not a big deal. Get over it. You need to just keep moving and keep going forward. And it, so I, I, I almost wouldn't allow myself to cry because that shows weakness. And now, and now, like I said, now I'm just, I'll, I'll cry for anything. I think I cry. I cry and listen to your podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as she starts talking about how powerful we are, I'm, just, uh, I'm in the car crying. But yeah. one of the things that I started doing um, a few years ago, I ha- now that I guess I kind of forgot about it because I really don't have to do them anymore now that I'm a lot more just open to feeling my Mm -hmm. emotions, I guess. But one of the things I started doing was allowing myself to have a three minute pity party. That's what I call it. So basically if I'm feeling upset about something rather than just bearing it or drinking or, you know, trying to do something to just kind of cover those emotions, I would say, you know what? No, I'm going to allow myself to bitch and moan (laughs) for three minutes (laughs) and cry. And this isn't fair. How dare they? And 
my boss or whatever the the issue is that the kids, this, it's not fair. And why do they have this? And I don't have that. And I just, I allow myself to just go there and just be a brat or whatever, you know, just whine it Mm -hmm. out, cry it out for, and, and, and I say three minutes because really it, 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 it lasts about three minutes after about, I would say after about a minute, your brain starts telling you, okay, that's really not that bad. (laughs) But it's just funny because you really like when you avoid it, when you push it away and just try and avoid those emotions, they just, Mm -hmm. they, they get worse. And when you just allow them to happen, then you realize, oh, okay. It's not, it's really not that bad. Okay. And then you move on. And, and sometimes it comes in waves, you know, sometimes I have to have uh, 10 three minute pity parties throughout the whole day. But um, that was one thing I started doing. I just started allowing myself to cry or scream or whatever, punch a pillow, just, just whine, (laughs) just, just be a big brat and whine um, for three minutes. And, and then, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm ready to keep going. Um, Gosh, it was something else I had thought of. Oh, and then I, I kind of already touched on it, but not waiting until the other thing I do, I guess when I'm, when I was in my, when I'm in, I still can be in my low periods, just reminding myself that, you know, you know what, you are enough and whatever it is, if it's, you know, like I said, for me, uh, for a lot of things, for a long time, it was clothes. I wouldn't mm-hmm. allow myself to buy new clothes until I lost 10 pounds. I wouldn't mm-hmm. allow myself to buy that pretty piece of jewelry until, um, you know, it looked better on, on my face being thinner. My hair, when I, I have long hair now, but, um, and it used to be even longer in 2017, I was, you know, I, I, I always wanted short hair, pixie cut, but I felt like, oh no, I have to be like a size four before I'll do that, which is so ridiculous. So in 2017, I, I chopped it off and I loved it. I rocked it. It was great. So just little things <laughs> like that. I loved it. I love your hair, Rosalie. I miss, you're making me, you're making me miss my short hair, <laughs> but I like, it's too much upkeep. I don't, I, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't uh, keep up with the styling of it. So I just keep my hair long. You don't? You no. look like you do. Oh, ma'am. No, I don't even use a brush. What do you do? My wow. Fingers. Yeah. Really? I just blow dry it and yeah. Oh, and put wow. it behind okay. my ear. So I would wake up because my I guess my hair is so straight and thick. I would wake up and oh, it'd be okay. straight up straight up yeah. every day so I would like it took me like an hour just to get it down and it was ridiculous it's too much work <laughs> but um, well it looks beautiful now <laughs> oh thank you I appreciate yes. it thank you but yeah just those things just kind of again reminding myself I am enough I deserve this whatever it is and um and then too just kind of being cognizant like you mentioned the drink because I could very easily say you know what I deserve this third glass of wine and then yeah. now I'm to the point where I I even question that well what do you, what do I really deserve what are you really looking for is it you know just stress relief or what so if it's stress relief let's take a hot bath instead that kind of thing um Correct. yeah so so that those are some of the things I do to when I'm at my lowest just to you know help me through that 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 time yeah (laughs) I love that I you know what I really love I love how you you mentioned not you basically mentioned acknowledging how you're feeling right so that you can like let it out Mm -hmm. and then go on and do whatever you gotta do um I'm paraphrasing (laughs) no um, yeah it's so funny because so I've recorded the episode for for this week okay this this zoom session this episode is our valentine's day episode but i was actually talking about acknowledging 
what happened, why mm. you're why you're feeling that pain, and then really really naming it. Is it mm-hmm. that you're angry? Is it that yeah. you're mad? Yes. Because once you do that, it doesn't have power over yes. you anymore. Oh my so, God. So, so yeah, that one's gonna be good. <laughs> but <laughs> I love that you mentioned that because this is all about us being empowered. But I think oftentimes as women we think mm-hmm okay, I'm going to be empowered. And so we look for all the pretty things, right, that are going to empower us, Uh, whether it's like a motivational thing or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. But when you haven't gotten through the pain, right, which is a process, it is Mm -hmm. a process. When you haven't ripped that Band-Aid off or even Mm -hmm. pulled it off a little bit, Mm -hmm. how can you begin to be empowered? Part of being empowered is healing and letting yourself go there, which is hard. (laughs) So, um, So, yeah, so I guess we'll just kind of throw a bonus in there. Um, (laughs) But we are talking about healing, right? Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on the healing journey, on the healing process? Mm, Man, that's, that's a, a, I mean, again, for me, it really was, it, it really was, um, gosh, that's a hard one. Cause it's just, there's so much, there's so much. (laughs) Okay, um, Rosalie, you go first. <laughs> okay, I'll probably hey. it. <laughs> what's something good that has came out of your oh. healing journey? Oh, something oh, that's good. a good one. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I could answer that one. That's a better, yeah, that's a better play. That's a better uh, sentence. I guess something good that came something good that came out of the pain was acknowledging that no one no man, no woman, nobody has the power to bring you down mm-hmm. unless you allow them to. I love and that. in that moment, of course, yes, you're kind of sort of pinned down for a little bit when they're either hitting you or verbally abusing you. But at the same time, I know in the back of my mind, it, it was happening, but at the same time, it was like, huh, you think you're winning? No. Yeah. You don't have that power over me. I'm letting you believe that so that way you can do your thing and leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But the hurt was still there. So during that time, acknowledging that he did not have that much control over me, that's what got me through. And now looking back at it, I'm like, geez, Louise, Rosie, what took you so long? You know, what took you so long to be independent and, and, and beautiful and outspoken because I, I didn't speak out. I would always stay quiet. Wow. But now, hmm, no me calla. You don't <laughs> shut me up. <laughs> so yeah. I love it. <laughs> So yes, I, um, the, it, it, you know, it was just like Alexa said, you acknowledge Mm -hmm. and, and in within your own self, you're like, Hmm. Yeah. Okay. You just thought you won, but I got the upper hand. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. as long as you can tell yourself that even through the worst part, you'll make it through Mm -hmm. and, and, and you will be the victor. You will win. You will prevail. Wow. 
Rosie, can I say something? If you had a podcast, I would listen I to you 24-7. <laughs> oh, guys. Thank you. You oh, really? are so not, inspiring. Like, not just a podcast. Like, you need to do videos. You need to just have, like, a yes. YouTube video series. Yes. Seriously. Yes, yes. I agree. English <laughs> well, and Spanish. I, like, I, Thank you. I talk to my friends because, you know, I have friends that need help, and, and I love talking to them. And it makes me feel good that I can actually help someone. And so when I saw Micaela's podcast for the first time, I she just drew me in. Mm-hmm. I was like, Same. oh, my God, I want to be part of her and her group. Aww. And amazing, amazing, amazing. Thank you for doing what you do because yes. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Thank you. You that inspire so many me. people, Michaela. I know you don't realize it, but you really do. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, Thank you for saying oh, my I'm name gonna right cry. too. I'm going to cry. I love the name. I'm going to cry. Yeah. Oh, I love it's, that. Yeah, I love your name. You know, you want to hear something funny? But it, when I was thinking of having a child real quick, I'm sorry. I don't mean to get no, off. No, no, you're we, fine. Don't you're be good. sorry. But, but when, I, when I was thinking of having a child, I was 23 years old. And I had been with my boyfriend at the time for four years. Um, my name, the first name that came to my mind was Micaela or Katarina. Those were the two female names. And if it was a boy, it was going to be Nico. And so when I saw it, you know, it's a very unique and rare name. Mm -hmm. So when I saw it, I was like, Micaela, that was going to be my daughter's name. (laughs) It was my grandma's name and she was a tough lady. (laughs) (laughs) Tough lady from from Reynosa, Mexico. Oh, that's so cool. I know. Thank um, you for the compliment, ladies. It means a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, we mean it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Well, I'm getting, you know I'm what? Okay, I forgot the question, but I have to say, Michaela, the way—I mean, not Michaela, Rosalie—the the way that you just described your story, it reminds me of. Um, I'm I'm gonna go. This is off tangent, but but on track, sort of. <laughs> You're good. You're have good. you ever heard of um, Victor Frankel? Okay. Mm-hmm. Victor Frankel. Oh, so yeah. he, you have, okay. I think it sounds okay. familiar. It sounds okay. familiar. He, so he is a, so he's a psychologist, but also a, a Holocaust survivor. And he wrote a book called man's search for meaning. And basically the premise of the book is he was, he, he was a prisoner uh, in a camp during the Holocaust, whole family died. I mean, or was killed uh-huh. and um, just went through horrendous, horrendous, treatment I mean you can imagine but right. he realized that as long we we are still in control of how we think of what we mm-hmm. believe of just what you were saying of, of what we think of ourselves is what we believe about our future and just when you were talking you know you're telling your story right now and how you one you acknowledged that he has no power over you even mm-hmm. in the time where he may have physical power, but he he doesn't have power over your mind. We mm-hmm. all have that, and it may not seem like it, especially we're in, we're, when we're in, in such despair or low a low point in our lives. But yeah, basically, just when you were talking, it reminded me of his story. Oh, um, wow. Man's a man's search for meaning, I believe, is what the book is called. Oh, and I'm have to look that up. It, it's it's really good. It's really inspiring because again, he talks about all of the the horror that he experienced, and at right. the same time. 
he he when he went to bed at night he would think about his wife about how beautiful and how, what a great life he had what a great life he had look to look forward to after he got out I mean and that's oh what kept God. him going his faith you know wow. yeah so I anyway, just you were saying Ooh. that I just I thought of him <laughs> I really did yeah that just brought um, tears to my eyes <laughs> yeah it's 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 uh it, it's really good though it really is um yeah I don't remember the question but I had to tell <laughs> talk about that it, <laughs> Uh, oh, what, uh, something good that has something oh, positive, that's right. something good that has okay. came out of your healing process. Okay. <laughs> I see process. I'm such a dork. <laughs> no, you're not a dork. No, <laughs> just like we're becoming comadres over here. No, right? <laughs> we really are because this is me in, in real life too. What was the question? What were we talking about? I'm uh, like that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, well, okay, so a couple of things. One like you said, we have to acknowledge because one of the things, if we don't acknowledge, I've noticed if we don't acknowledge what the issue is or what our emotions are, then we, we really miss the chance, the opportunity to learn and to grow from it. And then two, beating ourselves up. That was one huge thing I used to do all the time. When I made a mistake, when I did something dumb, when I said something dumb, when I ate something that, you know, over ate or binged or whatever, I would beat myself up about when I yelled at my kid, oh, that's, that's always a scary one, right? Nobody wants to do that. Um, I would beat myself up about what's wrong with you. Why do you do this? Why haven't you learned? Why, you know, and the thing is, when we do that, we miss the opportunity to actually look, to acknowledge what happened, what was the, the trigger, what, what was the, the situation? Why did I get so upset? Or why did I feel so bad or ugly or whatever it was? Acknowledge it and really look at it. And then from there you get, you, you, you get empowered. Okay. What can I do next time? I can mm-hmm. be aware of, of this situation. When my, um, you know, when my husband rolls his eyes, I don't know, I'm making something up, but when my husband <laughs> rolls his eyes or my husband leaves his socks on the floor, that's a big one. Leaves his, his, oh. his dirty clothes on the floor. You know, I, I, maybe, maybe I won't get upset right then and there, but in my mind, that means he doesn't care about me. He doesn't ha- care that I do the um, housework or, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. But I, but right but it's by acknowledging it that you realize, oh, that's what's the issue. And then from there you can say, okay, well, you know what? I can talk to my husband. I can tell him, mm-hmm. hey, look, I know you're not meaning to do this. I know you're not meaning to make me feel this way, but this is how I feel about it. And then, and he probably still won't pick up his clothes. I know mine doesn't, but, <laughs> but at least you can, you can, you can, no, they don't, they don't, they, they don't, they don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you can at least learn from that and then um, either find a solution for it or think about what, what can I do next time so that this doesn't happen again, or this, you know, it can be a little bit different, have a better outcome. That's been huge for me. And um, so that's one thing when I make a mistake, or even, like I said, even the, the abuse that I experienced from my past, kind of reframing it, how, how can I think about it? I can think about it as, you know what, that's not fair. And I did for years. I thought that's not fair. I never had a dad Mm -hmm. growing up. I never had this. I never had that, but I had so much other stuff. Let me focus on what I did have. And thanks to, you know, in in a, in a, in a weird way, but the way I want to see it is thanks to that abuse. Thanks to having, I'm so thankful that I experienced that early in life. And I mm-hmm. moved through that and, and I had a, a, an amazing mother who was able to raise me on her own and wonderful family who showed me what family should be like. And wow. because of that, I met my husband and now I have children and I am a good mother to my children, you know? So again, mm-hmm. I think learning from 
learning, try to trying to learn what we can from our experiences and our mistakes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's absolutely. some good that can come out of that, you know. I love that. Um, I, not what you went through, but I love how you are kind of switching yeah. it around. Like, yes, I went through this. You're acknowledging it. Uh, yeah. But as a result of this happening to me, I learned to be a good mom. So yeah. I love that. And, and I can totally relate. All right, girl. Thanks so much for being here with me and for joining me on this week's bonus episode. I hope that you had a wonderful and blessed Valentine's Day. And if you want to hear the rest of the conversation, come to the Fearless Mujeres Facebook group where you'll be able to watch it because it was on Zoom. But if you want to learn more about Rosie or Alexis, you can actually um, talk to them in the group. So make sure to come join us and you'll find the link in the show notes. All right, girl. God bless. Mm -hmm.